smells like a lawsuit. What does a lawsuit smell like? That's a good question. Here we go. Depends on which end you're on. Oh! Oh, And I'm on it. It smells like burning plastic. Yeah. That's the good side. to the Outpost Podcast. You've arrived. I'm Lacey. We've got today with us Teresa. She knows her name this time. And it's Mark. And Tom. Welcome, everybody. I'm so happy to have you here today. It is sunshiny. It is beautiful. I feel like the vitamin D is just soaking into my skin on that walk today. What about you? You don't feel I, the... I think the vitamin D was soaking into your skin, too. Agreed. Good. I stayed under my heat lamp in the office. I'm good. (laughs) I saw somebody with a purple lamp on their plants recently. Have you seen this before? No. UV lights. Is it UV lights? Is that what it is? Probably. Sounds like a grow room. (laughs) (laughs) Did they also have an in-house fan? No, I don't know. I don't know. Were the walls of that closet lined in tinfoil? I don't know the answer. It was somebody's office. Did you have to sign an NDA when you walked in? (laughs) No. Okay, Teresa, I'm going to hand this right over to you. Okay, it's quite heavy. Okay. Where are the spikes from? It's just the, it's the spiky mailbag, spike edition. Okay, spike edition mailbag. It's really good No more Home Depot trips, guys. This is awful. Okay. All right. What what do we got in there today? All right. Okay. Time delay. (laughs) (laughs) Right when you get your head in there. Gotcha. That jacked up my eyeshadow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. All right. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> wow. That's embarrassing for you. <laughs> the purple lights. Uh, your eyes are all red now. It's all right. And who, green and blue. Who, okay, enough, Tom. Who needs to see while I'm trying to read? All right, the first one. It's what's in the works post-unsettled that we're willing to discuss. I mean, I'm just nothing but censor marks. I don't know if I should speak. There's so much coming. That we're willing to discuss. Yeah, let's open with it. There's so many projects that are kind of bubbling, but I know there's one that I want to hear about. We have no fewer than six active projects in the hopper, but they are not all games. Mm -hmm. Just FYI. I want to go in the hopper and explore, by the way. Go into the hopper. It's your hopper. (laughs) If there was a hopper, I would like to be in it. That's what I I mean. Take her in, Mark. Where the hopper is. Yeah, take us in. What can we talk about? Here's what we're going to talk about. So obviously we know that Unsettled is kind of going into manufacturing. It's quite a game. It's got a lot of content. We are going to be releasing a new product in support of our major IPs, right? So Vindication and Unsettled, we are going to be releasing and debuting a product at Gen Con. Mm -hmm. Right now we're calling them world boxes. Mm -hmm. Inside the world box, think of it as like a gigantic super deluxified promo pack. Wow. So the Vindication world box is going to have, drum roll, neoprene mat for the main <gasps> board yes and a bunch of other goodies and then for unsettled we're gonna have some surprise stuff 
Okay, so an entire world box for each of the IPs that are is going to come out at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? And that's the plan. Why are we doing this? We want to build worlds, not games. And yes. Vindication, Unsettled, other things that we're not going to talk about, each of these worlds we conceive as being much bigger than any single product. And we really want to start driving that home and making that not just something we say, but something that is lived out in your opportunities to interact with these worlds. Toys, books, and Yeah, games, toys, books, stories, games. All pinatas. I love maybe, pinatas. Maybe not pinatas. Why, why wouldn't there be an unsettled Mad Lib? Oh, okay. I love that. Okay. okay. Right. This is why we do podcasts. Can, we, can that please go in? <laughs> so th- that's the idea is that each of these boxes is just full. Like there will be playable content in them, but there will also just be fun, cool other stuff that expands your world, the world, and is kind of a precursor to what we want to do as a company, which is treat each of these things like they were Star Wars. You know, people love Star Wars. They don't only love movies. Mm-hmm. They don't only love books. They don't only love games. They, they engage the with world. it on all these different mm-hmm. platforms. Yes. And that's how we want our games to be or our worlds to be. This is going to be a shift for a lot of people in their thinking because I don't think games do this right now. No, there will be people that don't like this at first. I just want the playable content. Yeah. Why do I also... Am I getting this toy? Yeah. But this is who we are. This is the DNA of what we're trying to do. Yeah. And we provide deep value for everything that we have. So, you know, it doesn't have to be for everybody, but we're going to blow people's minds with some of the things this team comes up with because we got some really smart people here. I would like some temporary tattoos of uh, some of the iconography and logos. I'm going to do permanent tattoos. (sighs) Okay, but listen, that can't go in a box. On the neck. You uh, you open the box and a tattoo just <laughs> materializes on your neck. It's like, what is this magic? Uh, but really, that's can not I the guild I wanted. I want a vindication coloring book with all the pets. <gasps> Ooh, right? Yeah. See, now you're thinking. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I really like that idea too. The menagerie like, coloring like book. The menage, the vindication menagerie coloring book. Oh yes. See, we will. We're, if, we're if cheesing this things, product up real quick. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, the world boxes are going to be very highly produced, and we're trying to make them also super affordable, but just packed with additional playable content. You might find dual layered punch board stuff in there. You might find promotional cards. You might find those types of things. You might find rocks. You also, tuk tuk poop. Am I right? There you go. It's just a case of tuk tuk poop. That's all Lacey's getting in her box. Yeah. We shouldn't actually. In, in other news, we are planning later this year, tentatively, asterisk, 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 to have a third Vindication Kickstarter with a new expansion. <gasps> so that is in the works. You heard it here first. Not necessarily on the books. Yeah, we are we are sold out of Vindication again. This keeps happening. We've been working on another way to play because that's what we do. We just play games. <laughs> I wouldn't say all day, every day, but that's I bought this wrong. shirt. I had this shirt for years because as a designer, I wear a shirt everywhere that says, all I do is draw pictures all day. That's basically what I think my parents thought I did for most of my career. Oh, yeah, it must be really fun to just draw all day, just like make things. Yeah, yeah about that's six how, That's how you pay ago. your bills, let me tell you. About six no. months ago when I noticed that there's a bunch of holes in the armpits of it, we put that one away, didn't we? That's true. We didn't yeah. let that one go. Did mm-hmm. we? I miss it. I, I get it, but like, there's a point where you just gotta let it go. Am I right? Did you bury it in the yard? 
<laughs> it lives on. It's sprouting. He's going to exhume it soon just to get another wear out of it. When I she's buried not it. Looking. He wears it once a year at Halloween. I buried it in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Tuk Tuk Poop. There you go. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, will you reach down and get one to hand to her? Reach, okay. reach down. Um, there you uh, go. Uh, Thank you. All right. What's the cover slash remix slash adaptation? Thank goodness there's not another of something <laughs> that you especially enjoy. Mm. No need for your choice to be better than the original. Just something with a take or a twist that you liked. I have a ton of these actually. Now that you've mentioned it, and they're all my most of them are movies, but like Battlestar Galactica. Oh, the newer series? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus the one from the, the 70s. Dude, um, my, my husband and I would get in so many arguments over that. The Thing is a great example. You know, in the 50s, there was the Howard Hawks version of The Thing, which mm-hmm. was basically like a monster thriller. Great yeah. movie. But then there's obviously the John Carpenter, Kurt Russell one that's like a straight up horror movie, but also awesome. Both are really cool. A lot of the studio system movies in the 30s and 40s they would just continuously recycle the same movies. And so there's a lot of really classic movies that were remakes of a movie that came out like five years before, like Holiday with Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn is a remake of a movie that had just happened. Maltese Mm. Falcon is a remake of a movie that had just happened. His Girl Friday had just happened. Howard Hawks and John Wayne made the same movie three times in like a 10 year period. Once with Dean Martin, once with Robert Mitchum, once with... I forget. It's just the same movie. They just kept remaking it. And they're all awesome. But like in that studio system, they're just like, yeah, that didn't really do very well. Let's throw Humphrey Bogart on it now and see how it does. And then it does better. (laughs) Of course it does. Humphrey Bogart. I don't even know those kind of movies, but I can tell you that. They're fantastic. Mm -hmm. See, I was going to say my favorite cover would be Johnny Cash's Hurt. The Nine Inch Nails. The Nine Inch Nails yeah. cover. And really? Yeah. It was so good that Trent Reznor's like, no, no, this song belongs to you now. Yeah, Here's he, the he, rights. Okay, another example of totally taking a song and making it better all along the Watchtower. So Jimi Hendrix's version, it's like yeah. his most popular, famous song. It's a Bob Dylan song. Is it really? Mm-hmm. But the Bob Dylan version is like, oh, yeah, it sounds, you know, nothing compared to the Jimmy version. Right. I, I think the same thing of every single Leonard Cohen song. Leonard Cohen, true, amazing songwriter. Are you talking about the U2 song? (laughs) (laughs) JK. I watched Mark's face go back and forth and back and forth. He's like, I must enter this conversation. (laughs) They're volleying, they're volleying. Get in there. (laughs) Do you have any specifically, Mark? About 10 years ago, there was a song that came out called Boom by P.O.D. Okay. (laughs) And then it got a remix by Crystal Method. Mm -hmm. And it was impossible to find, and you can only stream it on like YouTube now. It's not even on Spotify or anything. The Crystal Method version. I really, yeah, I really liked that at the time. This is, you know, I'm. Dating I remember, again, I remember, Boom. I had that record. Boom was cool, but the Crystal Method one was way better. I never listened to the original after that, and it's not really a cover. It's more like a remix, but mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. As a designer, I'll just tell you, like Roxley Games just redid Brass. Mm. Right. And they re- released, you know, Lancashire and then they did Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Great example. But the design is just world class. Those guys crushed it. And I loved it and I own it now. But the visual language is so compelling with that reinterpretation. It changed the entire experience for me. And so that's another example from, I think, how design can change it. 
I don't think I have any opinion on this. I think it's really cool how sometimes you can take something and iterate it slightly differently and you find something new in it without it necessarily having to be better or worse. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like reinterpreted it or remind it. Like Hurt is a great example Mm -hmm. or The Thing, which is basically the same story. But, you know, they're completely different experiences for a completely different audience and both are really good. It's not that they just made it better this time. They're rethought. Same story through a little bit of a different lens mm-hmm. introduced at a little bit of a different time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you say at a little bit of a different time, it's, there's no Tori Amos fans. I'm going to skip past that. I'm just going <laughs> to fast forward. She, All right, let's do another one. It learns one. to censor itself. Look, she did. <laughs> yeah, good. I can see it happening. Good yeah, job. I, yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it's not the rubber band guns you guys picked up and held at me, but. No, that's <laughs> no influence at all. <laughs> Okay, so you just rolled a natural 20. What were you attempting to do? Uh, A backflip spin into a crowded room. Does that count? I feel like I could do that. Mine is a backflip spin into a giant wad of cotton candy. Ooh. Mm. Mine was to clear the cotton candy. (laughs) Wait, clear it? I don't want to land in the cotton candy. Oh, you don't? Mm -hmm. He wants the gravel. Too sticky? Yeah, and sugary and cotton candy. Do, do people like cotton candy? To yes. fall into, not to eat. I don't know. I I, I would I would I would gorge myself because my my net yourself. twenty would be eat an entire pizza. Mm, yeah, that's no problem though. I mean, for I, me, I can't say I've done it. Mine would be laughing as hard as I can with both of my daughters at the same time. Aww. All three of us. That is a real. I know that's. I know how, how no. cheeky is that? How's but that? Don't. It's give me that ultimate, reaction I'm back. giving you that it's reaction. Sweet. No, no. Shots fired. Full of rage now. That balances it out. See? Now it's... You're no, crazy. That, that, is, that is a natural 20. Like, all three of us laughing as hard as we can. Mm-hmm. We did that one time at Dutch Bros. That's a story for another day. Remember that one time when everyone was happy? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great day. All at the same time. That was a great hour. That was a great 12 minutes. Yeah. Fueled by caffeine and sugar. Just quick, you know? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we were laughing so hard we could not complete our order. We couldn't speak. Oh, that, we that time I think then it just gets line? more funny. Then that's what's oh, funny. That's exactly. We yeah. were laughing because we were laughing. And, <laughs> and the people up front, yeah, it was awesome. That is fantastical. Okay, what else we got in there? Okay. What's something weird about you that the community probably doesn't know? Okay, when I was born. All my toes were stacked on top of each other kind of vertically, like this thing I'm doing with my fingers right now Uh that no one can see. And I had to wear corrective shoes, which were basically like, imagine you're wearing like little Dutch boy wooden shoes on the wrong foot. Mm. And it just crushed my toes into the the proper position. But to Mm. me, imagine wearing shoes with metal inserts that put your toes in the wrong position. Did you walk heels? (laughs) Did you walk later in life? I mean, you've seen me walk. (laughs) No, I mean, like, did you learn to walk later than the average person because of that? No. Interesting. Yeah. How did how was it worded? Something weird about you that that, the community might not know. Community doesn't know. Hmm. I got one. Okay. I was a a child's model when I was in Japan, like straight up modeled for Sony. Yeah. Like full on like subway posters that floor to ceiling for scads and that's so cool who hasn't (laughs) it's 
quarantine. Did you have like headphones have on some or of those? something? Like, yeah, could you? I could, I could bring them in. That'd like, be cool. I, I, sure I want like to see that. That'd it's, be fun. It's the whole Pixar didn't happen. I can, I can uh, back yeah. it up. I want to see those. That, was, that sounds awesome. <laughs> was it like for headphones or something? You got like Sony headphones on. Um, it was for the for Sony. It was this product called My First Sony, and it was basically like you know Nintendo's Mario Paint. Mm-hmm. This predated it by like a good decade. Mm. Hmm. Did you have blue hair then? No, no. <laughs> Although it would have been great. I guess I was discovered because my mom was driving taxi and my mom was late to get me to school. And I was, you know, seated in the taxi as she picked somebody up and they were ended up being a model scout. And that's how that. Oh my gosh, she's plucky. Yeah, <laughs> she's got huge eyes that take up a third of her face. She should be a child's model. This will, this will sell well. Do you that have was... actual pictures from the subway where people have like drawn weird things on it and defaced it and made it? No, that wouldn't happen in Japan. Interesting. Really? Yeah, they they don't. They just don't. Hmm. Yeah, you you are damaging the environment that everybody else has to deal with. You will bring shame to your whole family. <gasps> I'm moving to Japan right now. I think you might actually like that. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Daffron too. Bye guys. Yeah. And I'm sure he would go. There's no crying kids in restaurants because that damages everybody else's experience. Why would you bring your child? I'm definitely going. Dine and I would go. We have talked fondly about moving there before. Really? Mm-hmm. This is just the thing I didn't know. It's the thing. Lace. I mean, everybody at some point just decides to pack their bags and go to Japan. Uh, I lived in um, Yokosuka. <laughs> So he he said in Japanese, where have you? It sounded lived? pretty good too. Yeah, it was it wasn't bad. I've lived in Yokosuka, Maibashi, and Niigata, so I've been there off and on for a decade. Let's do this. Let's move there. That was cool. Let's that was move that there. was cool. Did you know he could do that? I mean, I. You knew Nomimaska. I knew he I, knew some words. <laughs> no, you said, "Do you drink milk?" And the answer was yes. You asked if she drinks milk. I only know like four sentences. There's only so much you can read. Like fifty percent of my chat. Where's the the bathroom? On the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the monkey's in the tree. And and wakari masen, which means I don't understand. Which is what anybody else would say to him as a response. Why we are in the bathroom? Why are you asking me about milk? Here's one thing. I don't know if it's super weird. And if you have another weird thing about me that is better than this, tell me. I will make myself at home in any situation, any place. So, for instance, I. We're like, that's not a bathroom. I come in here to the office and like drop my stuff. I I sit cross-legged on chairs at the restaurants that I go to. You know, my grandma used to give me crap all the time to sit more appropriately. So I, anytime I'm even at a restaurant, I will sit with my feet up on the seat, my knee up by my shoulder. It's just more comfortable. Your knee up by your shoulder. Can you can you show me what like that the, would look like? Like this. So I like I'll sit like this. Oh, a... okay. So okay. All right. I was imagining something more Cirque du Soleil. No. <laughs> you guys all got that? that? That's how she does it. It's like, like this. That. It's Just insane. It's yeah. Not, okay. Well, it's not quite like that, Tom. It's got to be a little bit higher. Mm, there... it's, it's like this. Yes. I nailed it. Whoa. All right. You hear that popping? Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna need a physical therapist mm-hmm. after that. So yes, I never, I don't have, I have really therapist. bad manners. Maybe that's what I mean by I make myself at home. I have really bad manners. You have strange me, physical manners. I'm polite, but I have bad manners. You're, you're very casual. I will say there's a strength attached to that, which is you chameleon yourself in any environment as mm-hmm. well. So the one in Rome, do as the Romans do, is, yeah. is your thing, mm-hmm. and that's a skill as well. Well, that's the concept of your greatest skill is also your biggest downfall, right? Or failure, mm-hmm. destroy, weakness. Weakness is what I'm looking for. Thanks for tuning in. 
<laughs> language. Okay, Mark, do you have anything really weird? I do. Of course I do. <laughs> I'll start with the fact that my C2, C3 vertebrae are fused from birth, and they're like a, a gnarled mess of bone that somehow my spinal cord runs through, which is why I'm probably a little different than most. Where is that? Right C2, at the base C3, of your neck, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're the vertebrae that are right above the spinal cord part that controls breathing. Is that why you sometimes just scream? <laughs> yeah, that's that's one part reason. of it. Oh. You guys are the other reason. <laughs> I earn my screams. Thank you. That's right. that's right. I just turn up my headphones, <laughs> build my foam fort. That's right. Act like everything's okay. Go to your happy mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Click your heels. There's no place like turn home. on my meditation tapes. <laughs> I don't know what all the other weird, you know, everybody's got their idiosyncrasies. I've got these birthmarks too that run up and down my arm. They look like I'm breaking out in a rash. So when I go to shake someone's hand, they're like, oh my, that's what that is. Yeah. I mean, Um, I don't think I haven't noticed. My mom told me they were angel kisses. So let's just, yeah, let's just go with that. It kind of looks like the faces of angel kisses, everyone. (laughs) What do you got? It's not birth flu. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It looks like I'm dying, but it's because the angels were here. Okay, is there anything else in there? Okay, I believe that there is one more solemn question. Okay, let's find it. What do you think the guilty TV show and food is for the person to your right? Okay, so to Tom. <laughs> is I right to his right, which is me. What's the guilty? Starts to lose okay, it. I know. I know Tom, so I'm glad I got to be next to Tom. Tom's guilty food. One, it could be oatmeal. He has problems with oatmeal, specifically. If he could, he would eat oatmeal in the biggest mixing bowl you have, okay? When he was in college, however, his problem was crunchy tacos from Taco Bell. He might buy an entire party pack Mm. of crunchy tacos, put them all into that same large-sized mixing bowl, just mash it up, and it becomes (laughs) a giant taco salad. Am I wrong? Well, that was true of all food in college, but (laughs) that was a thing that happened with Taco Bell tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Less than 12 was not a meal. That right now, I, nothing sounds better to me than what you just described. You think it's fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> he needs a bigger mixing bowl now. He downsized to avoid the bench. Yes. I, I want it. I'm dying for it. Okay. It's fantastically good. I even ordered, if you contact Taco Bell, they will send you the sauce in full bottles. If you contact Taco Bell you to did get that? their sauce in full bottles. You did that. Do, Who wants Tom. to stand there and open like fifty-seven <laughs> sauce packets? That have you heard hands him have been like all over. snarling, just snap at others because of the Chick-fil-A sauce things? Yes. Yeah, sauce is a real deal. <laughs> okay, you're right I don't about know. the oatmeal though. That's a weird thing to have be a, a thing, but it's a thing. Guilty show. I don't know. It's because I don't watch shows. Yeah, but I got your guilty food. So you got your me turn. on oatmeal. Your turn. Yeah, you do, Mark. Oh gosh. Uh, honestly i think step mark's to me. current step to me son. guilty food is probably taco bell yeah i'm not gonna lie yeah. that is i don't do fast food except taco once bell. in a well, while chick-fil-a occasionally as well like if we'll come in l- late from some trade show or convention or something like that and it's like desperate times call for not giving a darn it's like going to taco bell 
I've, I've seen it. Also, yeah. and I just order by the pound. I don't order items. <laughs> Give me like, three pounds. <laughs> can I just have column two? <laughs> also, here's a just fill this bucket. That's right. with whatever's ready right now. Fill it. Here's a clue on one of Mark's guilty foods right now. He's like, you know, oh my gosh. he's trying to you eat. You have the actual track. You're not supposed to be he's like trying to eat. Secrets. It's just too funny. I can't take it. He's trying to eat more healthy. He'll go like this. Hey, hey, you need a little snack? You know, and he'll hand me this. It's like Swedish fish, but somehow there's no sugar in them. They're sugar free and they're totally natural. No sugar alcohols and, either. Oh, no. And no sugar alcohols. And it's just like Swedish fish here. It's healthy. And they're good. Constantly. New new kinds of desserts they're sugar-free stevia they're totally stevia healthy. leaf Hel- healthy i said healthy pull, pull have, down the have sugar, you guys tried the leaf. sugar-free gummy bears what's it they, made out of is it even a gummy bear anymore I don't, I don't understand. So, okay so the sugar-free gummy bears and i'll have to look to find them on amazon i've never ordered them but i've only read the reviews oh yes <laughs> best thing you can do on amazon okay this just became way better than i thought it was Yes, find the sugar-free gummy bears Amazon listing. I, I bet if you just search for it on Twitter, you will find oh, references to it. Yes, because they're the amazing. Review, it's just people describing what happens to their body after they eat these gummy bears, <laughs> and it is hysterical. I'm sure half of them aren't even verified purchases. Oh no, it's just, just people leaning like, into it. They're like, "Oh my gosh, okay." As for guilty TV show, I would guess that Mark probably doesn't have one just because Mark is pretty mindful about what he spends his time watching and listening to i think if there was one thing that mark spends time watching that he probably would be like yeah that's might be a waste of my time it was probably like twitch stream video game stuff that's exactly what i was gonna wow. say but that's probably, wow, probably it you just that's gosh, it these guys know me <laughs> you're so right it's because of the vertebrae <laughs> yeah that's yeah, that where, makes him a little weird where, does anybody out there understand what patch 8.3 means like if you do please comment on one of our the, one of our well now they're not even the listening because they're, they're tearing like, their desk apart they just crashed their car <laughs> 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 okay you got anything for Teresa? next to Teresa's desk is what we refer to as the snack, snack graveyard. graveyard it is filled to the rim with wrappers of whatever and once peels. was and, and mm-hmm. peels of whatever once existed that now has gone into the collective of what is <laughs> Teresa. Like there's no way to stop and slow down time enough to see what those things are before the rappers. And I don't think there's any guilt associated. I don't Oh, zero. No. Zero. She's yeah. got this metabolism that's just abnormal and awesome and do you ever zero s- regrets. Like you- she'll just crack open the biggest bags of things I've ever seen. There's dried fruits and there's candy and there's Hostess cupcakes and never just... Hostess cupcakes. They don't do gluten free. Hostess, I was just you could say. do a gluten free okay, cupcake. What's the cupcake then? The macaroons. The macaroons that were there's from that. Costco. I've, man, there was a Hostess stuff in there. I, I want to say something like that. No. There's like a cupcakey thing. I wish. You're wrong because those. Okay, I don't know if you've had. I'm going to post images breads. to the Outpost community and you will see. You're going to see him going through my trash can. Yeah, like a raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with like the dumpster truck that has to, yeah. Her desk is right next to mine, so there's. At 9 o'clock, you hear shh. Oh, every every 18 minutes, there's a ripping of something new opening up. 
What about guilty show? Mm. Guilty show this is rough for me. Easy. I have no idea. I know what it like, is. This should be. Well, the question. No, the question I know what the shows are. But is, is, but is there guilt? Is the real question? Yeah, but that's not the point. No, it's no. Like see, guilty. the guilt is like, I just sat down. What do you mean this season's over? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Murder podcast. That's. But yeah, TV mur- show. She, she does murder podcasts and documentary TV shows. Documentaries. I, I, what's, I actually respect that. I think that's cool. That's okay, the what's type the whole of thing season? I watch. The, what's your guilty show? So I woke up Saturday morning. Husband went to work at like three and I couldn't fall asleep. So I went and sat down and saw Ted Bundy's Falling for a Killer. Mm. And it's the documentary as told by the women, mm. like real interviews with these women. And my kiddo woke up as they were throwing the credits for the last episode. And I was like, holy cow, that was the entire season. Oh, wow. Yeah. All night. Well, I mean, all morning, really, uh-huh. 3 a.m. That's morning. Yeah. Yikes. So variations on murder podcast, basically. Yeah. It's just murder adjacent it's a, content. It's a different, she didn't mean guilty in that sense. She meant guilty in the other sense. Yeah. I mean, All right, you got yes. anything on me? You got a okay. line on me? I'm going to say Lacey's guilty snack is whatever is in the closest cabinet. Amen. I walk in. It's true. What are you going to feed me? <laughs> Amen. The end. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm down for that. And I, I don't think that you're you're hampered by any, any food allergies. It is no. just... Yes. You are what I, I wish it's I could be. open season on snacks. Yes. Yeah. There's almost nothing I don't like either. Mm. Fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got me on a guilty show? Guilty show. Hmm. I'm thinking you don't get a lot of time for TV. That's also true. Yeah. So that makes it a bit rougher. There's one show that she has watched the entire season like four times. Oh. Yes. There's got to be guilt associated with that. That's no, like, it's research. It's it's <laughs> so it's, it's not no, keeping it's, up with her Kardashians. Guilt, definitely not. I don't think that House of Cards. Name. House of Cards. Yeah. Why? Sure. Because I study the Claire Underwood character. Oh, you even said this. This should be like you and Derek uh-huh. both really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If I could play a young Claire Underwood in a show, I would big time. Absolutely. And see, I couldn't. I watched like four episodes, and I was like, I just can't get into it. All right, enough jibber jabber. So we did a lot of community questions and good. We're drawing the line at 40 minutes already. I know, I was like, I was like, man, okay, so our main topic is almost like a community question, so we'll kind of treat it that way since we talked long enough on community questions. This is like the campfire episode. (laughs) Okay, Mark, can you give us a transition into the main topic, please? (laughs) Main topic. Dude, there was a chicken. Oh, I didn't even say the words main topic. <laughs> I started laughing before you I should, could do it. You should see Mark's Thank face. You for taking he matches the barbecue right across from it. Oh my god. It was awesome. Okay, I was so gonna finish strong, but I didn't get it. If I could go back in time and ask someone else to give that segue, I would. Um, <laughs> no, that's the this best thing that's happened section in is about. I wish we had video of it. That this was the best section part. is about time travel. Uh, okay, see what you did there. Yeah. So, so can we go back and do that again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've been listening to a book that I am enjoying, and it heavily involves the concept of time travel. What book? Lightning by Dean Koontz. Okay. 
my mom was a big Dean Koontz fan. She's read most of them. When I was in like maybe third grade, I read this book and did a report on it and even made like it has these time. Uh, you don't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. It has these time travel I could go back belts. in time and not ask this question. Shut up. I would. <laughs> Fine. I won't tell you the whole story. It doesn't matter anyway. So when I was thinking of a topic for today, I just couldn't stop thinking time travel. Let's talk about it. Number one question. Does time travel exist right now? Yes. It's theoretically possible. No, it happens right now. Okay. We are traveling through time. What I just said was in the past. Okay. Therefore, it's not right now. Therefore, we have traveled. Okay. Your thoughts. I honestly think that, yeah, it's a definite possibility. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a question of how we actually get there, reach through, or mm-hmm. uncover that. I, I just don't think that we figured it out. So do you think that humans will figure out how to time travel in the way different than Mark is saying, which is just existing? Yes. I say yes. She, no no time it. for time. I, th- I think everybody kind of wants it, but we've all read about all the ramifications that come from that. Yes. And all the theoretical possibilities. There was one that it's not talked about. It was one that came out, I want to say in the 60s or 70s, and it haunts me. It's this guy who figures out how to go back in time, and he goes back on a rainy day. And because he cannot disrupt time or any single molecule, the rain drills right through his body because he can't displace a raindrop. Whoa. Yeah, that just messes with me. And I think about it a lot more than so, people so recognize. Wait, he just goes back in time and he just gets slaughtered by the rain. <laughs> End of story. Time, time travel, time bad idea. <laughs> it just, Object lesson. But it gets me. Like, well, no kidding. That's an impactful story. Yeah. I wish I could say I remember the ending. I may not have read it. I may have just had to walk away. I could see a future where time travel existed and you could like go to Costco and like plan your time trip through Costco membership and you show up and you just do it right there at Costco. Mm. That's what I think. That's a very real world example. You know, one thing I would love to do, a reason I wish time travel existed is there will be times that I'll use my hairbrush or something as an example where I'm like, I just can't find it. I know where it was Tuesday at 5 PM. Mm-hmm. If I could just go back, grab it, use it, put it back. And then like not mm-hmm. disrupt the time stream. That's what exactly what I would do. Think about how hard it would be to find anyone. Ooh. So you're not you just looking never, where you're looking when you would never see your husband again. Like who, who knows where he'd be. How he'd dare be gone. you? Like, how could you, you like, don't know. Well, I'm just like, hypothetically. You sync planners, man. You, <laughs> I mean, we've seen, you, we've you seen, seen Doctor Back Who? to the Future? That doesn't work. No, we've seen Doctor Who. You guys both have matching diaries, and you say, okay, so have we done this yet? Oh, no, no, no. We do that next. Oh, oh, do we really? Okay, what about have we done this yet? Oh, wait, you haven't even met me yet. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that happened at one point. I and that know. was the sad part. I see? Know. I think if we do end up discovering time travel, it's going to start with some sort of time stasis and slow in time for individuals mm. it's going to come from from space travel and the need for that mm. and i feel like if we're ever going to be able to interact with time it's going to start with sort of like bending it moving forward yeah more of the manipulation but i don't know about the, the going experience of the time. going backwards like it's going to start with rich people wanting problems. to live forever <laughs> that's what it's going to start with well it's yeah it's definitely going to be hard to regulate because once sure. we start messing with like wormholes in space and certain speeds in space where you know like 
time and matter are different than we're used to here. Mm -hmm. I I think we as a species are going to become much more familiar with time as a construct as not just being this exact linear linear thing at at this exact speed that we're used to. And time's going to become more dynamic and interesting and weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know about this, like, I'm going to pop back and kill baby Hitler kind of thing. Like, I don't think I could. Yeah, the concept of this book is that you can only go forward. You can't go back. Mm -hmm. When you go back, you can only go right back to where you were. It's also the concept of the fantastic Adam Sandler movie, Click. Um, (laughs) I think, based on the trailers. You you just used the words fantastic and Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) I mean, this is a world where uncut gems exist, right? So now it's an okay thing to say. And now it's not. Now it's not because it's time changed. Right now. <laughs> Nostalgia would take on a whole new meaning. Mm. You could go back and relive victory and defeat and pain and love and lost people. You could meet people you never can meet now, people from history. It's probably too much for us to really comprehend the ramifications of what that would mean. And I don't think we could responsibly handle it. There's like, absolutely ever. no way we could responsibly handle it. Yeah. No. No, we, we would end up trying to, to kill the Hitlers. The thing that's interesting, though, is I lo- the, the whole concept of if you go back in time and change something, it creates a new time stream, mm-hmm. right? So then if everyone's just doing that, And so, like, I'm the master of my own individual time stream. And everyone has their own little time stream that they're living out. Like, what does that do for morality and other people's free will? Because at that point, I'm basically God of that time stream because I created it. Mm -hmm. And everyone else in it is there, like, subject to what I have now made. And they're off abstractly in their own time stream living their best life so this version of them in my world are they even like there mm-hmm. you know and what, what's the soul then is it splintered into infinite time streams it's just a big star trek holodeck <laughs> and then we all but wake see, up no Think holodeck about it. would would actually be you wouldn't have to worry about the moral implications there right well that depends on how you look at it if you're in a holodeck it's only holograms so then it's so you only- can murder anybody you want I've got a list. (laughs) (laughs) That's I'm sure you do. Why do you think that this is a sci-fi topic that draws so much attention? Because there's no answer. Yep. Mm. Well, because, I mean, we're all subject to time. Like, time marching forward. Like, that and death are the two things that unite everyone. Mm -hmm. Time slaves. We're time slaves. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the name of the episode. In the, in the, yeah, there's no answer and there's no limit to what would be possible. And there's also infinite questions about what you should do, whether or not you could. We can't comprehend it, the, the limit of that. That's so interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way. So it's a concept that introduces more questions than answers. And even though people read stories to be told something, they also read stories to wonder, mm-hmm. right? And so this is a topic that awakens that wonder in people because there isn't a solid answer to it. Well, I mean, There might be, but we can't understand it. Right. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if there are parallel time streams going on right now. I mean, I remember the show Sliders. Did anybody else watch that? Briefly. It yeah. sounds familiar to me. Okay, so the, the concept is that there's 
variations of the time stream all over the place. And the, the main characters could go into these time streams and then interact with them. There was an episode where the British won the Revolutionary War. So what would it mean if America was still British? And how would that mm. have influenced the current life? And what, 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 how would we interact? And how would we do all kinds of stuff? And I think there's a lot of what ifs that, that make everybody sit back and go, huh, that would be different. Mm-hmm. I really like the stuff that gets into it. And I wish we had someone on right now or one of us had read up on it that was more science-based than this group of creatives. I know that there is a whole theory out there of all time existing at once Yeah. that I, I don't have on the tip of my tongue enough to explain it. But that whole Dr. Manhattan, like the movie Arrival, like that whole mm-hmm. concept of being able to perceive everything in vertical instead of horizontal is super fascinating to me and i feel like that honestly is probably the closest to the truth Mm -hmm. but our minds can only perceive like we have to have this framework of perceiving things in a linear way or our minds just melt Mm -hmm. but i feel like the whole like all time has happened and is happening thing like is probably the closest thing to the truth we just in these human bodies are incapable of understanding it Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Does anybody have favorite time travel stories? Yeah, I can tell you what I did last week. Not Not your personal experience, but favorite time travel books, movies, shows. Well, I just referenced Arrival, which is one of my very favorite movies. Mm -hmm. I adore that movie and can barely watch it. It devastates me, but I absolutely love that movie. Mm -hmm. It was good. It's a great one. I mean, I'll just say Doctor Who. Yeah. And when I say Doctor Who, I don't mean... The entire show, what I mean is the episode with Van Gogh, the episode with Rosa Parks, those two very specifically, where they're trying to, with Van Gogh, like one of the characters doesn't want him to kill himself. And they end up coming two weeks before, you know, he he decides to end his life. And they try to show him all of the greatness that he's become. And it doesn't change it. There's mm-hmm. no new paintings after he goes and visits his own museum and is told that he was the greatest painter and it's i mean i just get emotional i'm gonna stop oh that's so cute oh murder and death (laughs) stop but it wasn't death with me you know it's just knowing that you know trying to influence somebody to the point where like to give them hope and inspiration when you know that they are just that far gone Mm mm-hmm the interpretation that other people and how creative they can be with the concept of time travel is interesting. Like you catch it in a lot of the sci-fi movies, like Interstellar is another one. Yeah, that's what I was going to call it out a, too. It's a, it's a good movie. I don't know if it's a great movie in my book, but it's very interesting the way they interpreted that. It, it, the arrival too. Like I don't think we've even scratched the surface of what the significance of that would be. There's all kinds of implications, but I literally think that if it were possible and anybody could do it, we probably would be so lost and we would never see each other again. It would be just a different way, a different way to exist. What and I, we'd have to adapt. We'd probably all go insane, actually. That's probably true. <laughs> well, I almost wonder if we would view it differently. Like we used to have to only communicate through letters, mm-hmm. you know? And so then it's, what would it be like if you didn't have to wait two weeks for a letter? What if you could have instantaneous real life feedback communication across the world. Yeah. You know, and now we have that. And I'm sure at the time, if you had said 1801, what, what would happen if you could just 
talk to somebody across the world in mm-hmm. real time. It, my brain would melt. There, there's a 16 hour delay. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's easy to isolate single actions that you might take. Oh, I'm going to get together with my spouse and we're going to put a journal together where we're going to be. All the while, billions of things are happening at the same time that are coming from different time streams and you just literally can't understand any of it and like you would not be able to function. Mm. You couldn't do that. You couldn't like it would be almost impossible to just take that space to just communicate in that way because everything's moving. I don't know. That's just the way I see it. What I really like is when time travel is used kind of as a platform to teach some other life lesson. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that about Arrival. You know, like that's a movie that talks a lot about time. But what that movie is about is, you know, are the beautiful, joyful parts of life worth the agonizing, painful, devastating parts of life? Mm -hmm. Like that's what that movie is about. Who cares about time travel? There's a movie that my wife and I really love called About Time. It's a romantic comedy. It deserves way more attention than it gets. And, you know, that movie, like, he can do these time travel things. And over the course of that movie, what he learns is to basically live every single day, removed from the the stresses of the day, and just, like, he learns to live his best life, and he doesn't even time travel anymore. So you're talking about it's- Groundhog Day. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this is in same, a way, it's, it's, yeah. It, I mean, really? Exactly. Same concept. Groundhog Day is awesome mm-hmm. i do love that movie I don't, I, like, I don't like comedies i like what you're talking about there too tom that just how you're actually using time travel to teach like what concept is actually being taught through time travel most of the time and it is most of the time how you are framing the experience you're having right now mm-hmm. right it drives home the importance of your presence in the now regardless of where in time that exactly. is. Thank you for saying that better than I did. Okay. Yeah. I had to close my eyes for a second and get it out. Yeah. Crushed it. Okay. Should we call it good? I, I think that's enough jibber jabber. Do you have any other time travel no. related things that you would like to, to hit on before we close up? No, I think we're at time. Huh? Anachrony, the game by Mind Clash. Yes. Oh. There's a time travel piece mm. of it that I really enjoy. Just a shout out to Mind Clash. Those guys are awesome. Guys, gals, however many was over there. They're, Actually, that, op- that opens game. a really cool, unique discussion about time in that game where you borrow resources from yourself in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that's but you have to very, pay them back. But you have to pay yourself back. Mm-hmm. Like that's, or you create anomalies. Mm-hmm. That, you know. That's a very cool concept. Yeah. All that's right. what I'm talking about. This is inspirational mm-hmm. to think that way. It certainly, time travel as a whole, certainly does open up world building in a really cool way. Almost in a way that's too much, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you can you can't do it all. Mm-hmm. It's very potent. You can only take small doses. <laughs> okay. Well, I've had enough dose of this for the day. I, I this is too much being close to you all. She's a, she's a, she's yeah. I'm right. done. Don't you say anything. Don't you say anything. I'll wear deodorant next time. You just go say anything right there. You're such a brat. I did. Let's go to Taco Bell. Okay. All right. If you if you enjoyed hearing from us and you want to hear more from us, where can you find us? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and a couple of Facebook groups. And what are they called? They are at Orange Nebula or on the Facebook groups we have Unsettled Outpost. I said it right. I said it you right did. Normally you say outcast. <laughs> I wouldn't even say what I would say wrong because I don't want to train that muscle I'm sorry. memory. I'm sorry. She probably said it wrong 20 times and just kept resetting her little time. Oh. 
twisting that ring. And, yeah. How many times did you do that? What? Exactly. Pay no attention to the man She's behind broken. the curtain. <laughs> and of course, orangenebula.com is your hub. So if you want to see any of our newsletters coming out, we've got a lot going on. Including um, the sneak peeks for the world box. That's correct. Sneak peeks. Okay. We hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. We're so grateful you came and hung out with us for a while. We're going to go get some work done. Yeah? Let's do it. Bye. We will talk to you soon. Bye. That's a new one. I like that. I'm picturing little bird creatures. I was thinking goblin. I do like it when you guys do that. It's a good one.